0: Wake up! Wake up, wake up, wake up! Up you wake, up you wake, up you wake, up you wake! This is Mr. Senior, Love Daddy, your voice of choice. The world's only 12-hour strong man on the air. Here on We Love Radio, 108 FM. The last on your dial, but first in your heart. And that's the truth, Ruth.
1: Three Films and a Podcast has no claim of ownership on any film footage used in this episode. All film footage is owned in its entirety by the copyright holders and is used solely with the intent of film criticism, commentary, and education under fair use law. And just like every car in Too Fast, Too Furious, this podcast contains spoilers. Enjoy! Hey everybody, and welcome back to Three Films and a Podcast. This will be our our last episode of 2020 and we made it we're all here here we are like (laughs) oh man somehow survived i never would have thought (laughs) we'll we'll tell the story stories years from now about how we lived through 2020 so
0: and we'll actually have proof because we documented it here on the pod
1: exactly it'll be here (laughs) i was there i promise i remember all of it um we just want to do a little pod episode being the last episode of the year. We thought it'd be kind of fun for us to review the year. Uh This was the beginning of three films in a podcast before we even knew that's what it was, <laughs> you know, just <laughs> starting out with the three of us just watching movies and, you know, talking to each other about it and just kind of discovering some new fun stuff. So, um, you know, that was the beginning of the year. Then about, I don't know when it was, but halfway through, we like threw out the idea of like, well, it's, we talk about it enough. Let's just like do it as a podcast. And I'm super glad that we made that decision. I think this has been a lot of fun. I don't it's know how awesome. you guys have felt about it, but it's been good.
0: Yeah. It's, yeah. I'm just like, I'm just mad at myself. Cause it, we didn't like start doing this until like, I don't know, pretty well into the year. Like we yeah. had all this time quarantining. I had a month off of work paid on unemployment. <laughs> I mean, oh. We could have been working so hard on this, but we just, so you much know, time. time timing is everything. And I guess the timing just wasn't right then. And it is now. So I'm yeah. glad we did it. It's been a fucking blast. I yeah. had so much fun.
1: I've loved it. Yeah. I think round nine was our first one with Spike Lee. So it's just yeah. crazy that we had gone through quick math, 24 movies before. <laughs> before that. You know, I talking about it. Hold on, hold on, hold it.
0: on. Let me get my calculator. <laughs> Let me just uh, double check that. <laughs> Eighteen thousand dollars. Yes. In addition to the one thousand dollars you'd already put up. Yes. A total of nineteen thousand dollars now.
2: Yes. Hang on. I'm just checking your math on that. Yes. I got the same thing. I did yeah. that for you. <laughs> <laughs> that was in my oh, head. I, so I just much. didn't want to do it
0: line for line.
1: <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> I thought you like really had something. Like, oh, it's cool. We can
2: cut. Like, no, nope, just thrown out a great line. Um, no, nope. but I mean, I guess just to chime in, yeah, please. <clears throat> anyone who's, I guess, been on the fence about doing a podcast, <clears throat> um, I mean, feel free to reach out for us. It's not like we know everything or anything, but it is one of those things that you kind of just have to do, and mm-hmm. you kind of just learn along the way. Um, it, we we were, it like Ben said, like it was a text thread where we we're chatting about each of these movies and like very much of a movie club amongst the three of us. And we kind of just threw out that, like we kind of want to make it a podcast. The only thing holding us back is that the three of us didn't want to put out something that just like sucked or was bad, or we didn't want to just like um, half do it. Mm. And so I think once we all came to the conclusion that like, even if nobody listens to this, we want to give, give it everything that we have and learn along the way. Once we were able to pull that trigger, it was just, we just did it, and here we are recording almost every week. Um, mm-hmm. We're growing a following on social media, um, getting you know some listeners, some patrons, and we're excited to see where this could go. And so, whoever out there it has that podcast waiting for them, just do it, yeah. and uh, and talk to us about it. We want to hear about your journey too. For
0: sure.
1: A hundred percent. Yeah. Like the watching the community kind of grow organically has been my favorite part of this whole thing. I think just getting the involvement, we got the watch parties, like we're getting the comments, you know, on the YouTube videos or just, you know, on our Facebook posts, stuff like that. Like that's, that's really, I think kind of what drives us, you know, it's just like, it's so fun to talk about this with people. Obviously the three of us love movies. That's why we like started this with each other. But it's like, we know people that love movies and like, who, who doesn't honestly, you know, this, this is a good way for us to create this community. And that's been, I just think one of the greatest things that's come out of this.
0: Yeah, for sure. It's like, I, I look at it, the three of us as an example, like, you know, I knew you Ben and you knew the both of us, but I didn't know Matt until we started this club. Mm-hmm. And so through a mutual love of movies and just uh, a willingness to participate in the format of how we choose movies and watch movies, Uh, I gained a new friend and it's been awesome. Like, uh, I've, you know, it's agreed. It's been, uh, it's been really cool to learn more about Matt and, and to Mm -hmm. like, you know, get closer to you, Ben. And just like, that's kind of what we're hoping for on a broader scale with our, uh, listener base and the people that follow and listen, we just want to create a connection with you guys out there. And we want to learn more about, uh, the movies and your tastes that you like Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, vice versa. And just, uh, share this love together. It's been super fun. And I just, I just hope that you guys are getting the same thing out of it that we are.
1: Yeah. hundred percent. It's been fun to have some friends, you know, a lot of my friends now are mutual friends with Tyler. So they all know who he is, but a lot of people ask like how I know Matt and, kind of go into like growing up in the same neighborhood and stuff and then some of them who we'd always go to movies with like wait does he always come to the movies that we go to like yes he's that one. like wait is he the tall he's guy, that guy. That dressed up like luke i was like yes that's exactly who that is that is matt who was always there and we uh reserve a row like oh remember those days when we could reserve a row for the latest mcu movie or yeah, star wars so
2: trying to figure out what you're talking about
0: isn't it technically better now because you can just rent the whole theater
1: yeah i mean i i I think that's pretty awesome i'm determined to do that at some point i think that'd be a lot of fun but i don't
0: know if we can do it in oregon but i did just build a sweet new camper van so maybe i can travel down for a a watch party in person that'd be fun
1: i think that'd be amazing live stream the pod but um yeah so we're just we've had a good time this year we hope you guys have enjoyed it too we're excited to keep this going Um, But we just thought let's do a year in review. You know, one of the trademarks I think of the podcast has been our Rushmore Mountains, and we thought what better thing to do for 2020 than you know come up with our Rushmore Mountain for the year. But before we get to those, we thought it'd be kind of fun to talk about some of the other things that we've seen and we enjoyed. Um, We're going to go over those. We're going to go over, in essence, some like honorable mentions, things that we may have already seen before the podcast you know started, so it wouldn't necessarily qualify because we want for our Rushmore for it to be four movies that were new to us that happened like that we watched because of the podcast. So that's what our Rushmores are based off of. So, but yeah, I guess without further ado, let's move on to our official year in review 2020 Rushmore Mountain.
0: These are OR scrubs. Oh, are they?
1: Do you want to start out Matt with your, your number four movie of 2020?
2: Yes. My number four movie of 2020 was the first one that I watched. Um, it was Ben's pick and it was the farewell. Um, and <clears throat> I, I think it was a really great kickoff point for the movie club. Ben kind of reached out. Um, uh, I want to say it was like probably this. No, oh no, it was, it was, I think it was in November of 2019. Mm. And it, it kind of thrown out, um, the idea of bringing me on with uh, you and fuzz to, to join him in, in the movie club. Yeah. And it just, it sounded so appealing to me. Um, Cause at the time I wasn't really watching anything. Uh, I know this was kind of an exercise to like, not watch the same stuff over and over again. Mm-hmm. And I'm not much of a rewatcher anyways, but the idea of pushing yourselves to watch and nominate things that, you know, have a reason for being nominated or just you otherwise wouldn't have watched was was really appealing to me. And I'm I'm a sucker for trying to find that unique experience in a viewing of something. So the farewell was awesome. Um, it takes you, it takes a, a Chinese American back to China and introduces you to all kind of Eastern philosophy that you don't really ever think about. Um, I'll never have someone get cancer and wonder if the Eastern philosophy on how to treat those cancer patients is the better way. <laughs> um, it's always gonna be a battle in my mind. Like yeah. is that better? <laughs> <laughs> um, so it, that was that was a really interesting experience hearing the argument seeing the culture it was just a really cool it was a really cool movie to start off and that's my yeah. number
0: four yeah, I, I, think, I love that you guys loved that so much
1: yeah I, I had a great time with that was, I mean I will <laughs> you know to show my cards too much but I will be talking about that movie later on and I was looking at my letterbox review and I wrote in there that this is the first movie I've seen this year but talk to me at the end of the year. And I still think it'll be like one of the top three most beautiful films I watched this year. And I, I stand by that, like that movie just blew me away. Um, And the fact that, you know, I feel that way about two of these movies that we saw in the first round was just, it was a really great way to, to start off the club for sure. So um, Tyler, how about you? Do you want to share your number four?
0: Yeah. Mine's, mine's tricky because the, the first three were pretty easy picks for me, but the fourth, I have like a five-way tie for number four. Um, and so I think what I'm going to do is when I first thought about this prompt, you know, what four movies would I pick? This was actually the first one that come to mind. It, it might actually not be my – Top four favorite, which is weird to say considering the the nomination, but I feel like it has to be on here based on the spirit of the podcast, because I don't know that I would have watched this otherwise. Um, And it's probably something that I would have never seen. So uh, for my number four, I'm going to put end of watch um, because that was just something that uh, it kind of snuck up on me. I saw it recommended on a Netflix thread and we were in the middle of this podcast or sorry, this movie club. So I thought oh, that's a pretty, pretty, you know, I don't know. I might as well nominate it for the, for the movie club mm-hmm. and uh, ended up really light. I do. I knew nothing about it and I really loved it. Um, Gyllenhaal is really great in it. Michael Peña is great. Their chemistry is awesome. And it was just a fun, like buddy cop movie uh, with a kind of a, a found footage spin yeah. to it. So uh, since it fits the uh, spirit of the podcast, uh, I'm going to put that on my number four.
1: Cool. Great pick. That's awesome. Yeah. Like, Matt, my misremembering, did you not love that movie or what were your thoughts on the
2: end of watch? So, so my initial reaction was, yeah, I mean, I mean, if, if you've seen the movie, um, the ending is not supposed to sit like entirely great with you. Right. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if it was a combination of that, but I will say that, like, in hindsight, I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I did right after and I will also admit that now I've added uh, "Hey Ma" by Cameron to my uh, <laughs> my playlist,
0: nice. and I blast
2: that. I, I hope know. that made your Spotify
1: wrapped for the year number one. You're a Cameron <laughs> oh, fan. You're, the, you're in the top 0.05 percent of Cameron fans.
2: Oh man, but I, I mean, just to talk about that, how many movies have we watched this year where there's a cool scene of the? actors singing in the car there, there's a bunch yeah you've, you've got the you've got adam driver seeing that and while we're young the
1: uh oh yeah that's the not Nintendo what song? i'm doing that's, <laughs> yeah
2: <That's>, yeah <laughs> oh man it's so good and then the cincinnati song in babes that's right <laughs> oh. or i just yeah great that's, scene yeah i i yeah i enjoyed that movie
1: um that ending does you know sick Kind of strange with you, but it's, I think it's also kind of beautiful, you know, the way it actually all kind of wraps up. But um, for my number four, I feel like I'm just mirroring Matt right now because my pick was from the first round and it was Matt's pick. <laughs> uh, and that is Last Black Man in San Francisco. You two
0: stick together. I always come back to the old house. What if it's empty? What if we just peeked inside? We could throw parties. You can put on one of your plays.
1: We could yell. It is this house? Our house. That's not your old house, and that's not your neighborhood. That that movie floored me. <laughs> like I was just like, I had not heard of it at all. Like same. When we went through our the first round nominations, like I knew I'd wanted to see the farewell. Um, what what was your choice, Tyler? I'm trying to remember. Uh, mine was uh, Dunkirk. Dunkirk. Dunkirk, yeah, exactly. And I had which seen was that. an
0: honorable mention, my four way tie for number four. <laughs> nice. I,
1: I I love Dunkirk a, a lot. Like that. That was a great movie. And then Last Black Man, and I was just like, I have never heard of this. I don't know what Matt's like. You know, we <laughs> walk on the eggshells here, dude. Like, we let you in. Like, come on, let's pick a good movie here. Don't pick some I, uh, weird thing. I had
0: seen it on Obama's, like, movies he loved list from those Oh, movies,
1: gotcha. So. You saw that there too, right, Matt? Something like that? Isn't that kind of where yeah, you Yeah. Were? yeah. Uh-huh. So, yeah, obviously I was the only one that was super out of the loop. Like, I have no idea. Like, Tyler's going to think I'm an idiot for inviting Matt into this club. Like, I'm not <laughs> about to watch. And then it just turned into, like, one of the most beautiful experiences I had all year long. Like spending every other weekend of my youth growing up in San Francisco and just having those feelings of like sitting in the back of the car, just like looking at all these, you know, these rows of homes and the hills, learning how to drive on the you know, streets of San Francisco, that kind of stuff. Like this was just like nostalgia overload like this there's no way i wasn't gonna like this movie unless it obviously was horrible but it wasn't it was (laughs) a beautiful movie the two leads were amazing when you have you know danny glover that you can throw in there as well like that's (laughs) always a plus just i mean going back and and re-watching that like while we were cutting while i was cutting the episode together it's like man there's just so so many beautiful scenes in here that I would put it up there with farewell. And it's just like it's crazy that like round one was just like it was just amazing. Like I, I loved watching it. I loved the story. I yeah, th- that was a great experience for me. So that would be my number four pick would be uh last black man in San Francisco. Nice. Matt, yeah, we'll go to Matt for your number three.
2: So my number three, and this is gonna be a cliche that I drop, but it wasn't my favorite movie that I saw this year, but it was the most important movie I saw this year. Nice. Uh, do the right thing. From Spike Lee,
1: director of School Days and She's Gotta Have It.
0: Good people, please. If we don't stop this we can stop it now. We're going to do something we're going to regret. For the rest of our lives.
2: Doctor, come on! What? What?
1: Always do the right thing. That's
0: it. That's it. I got it. I'm gone.
2: It was very timely for Fuzz to choose for us to do Spike Lee joints at the time that he did. Mm-hmm. It was very short, shortly after the George Floyd incident, and I think as white allies um, to the black community, I think we were all pining for a way to educate ourselves and understand and empathize a little better than we had previously um because it's yeah it's it's an interesting place to be when something like that happens and so uh do the right thing man like right out the gate it was already just like an awesome experience we talked about it on the cast like I couldn't believe that I'd never watched it before. Mm-hmm. It felt like a cult classic. Yeah. Like it felt like something that I wanted to live in. Um, yeah. Just like the, this, this Brooklyn,
0: yeah.
2: yeah, this, this Brooklyn summer day and Crack it's so hot, but they're just yeah. limited up. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Yeah, man. And you, you, I had no idea that, like, I, I consider myself pretty like up in pop culture. Like even movies I haven't seen, I know what like the, what the twist is or how the ending goes, but I did not know the ending to do the right thing. And so it was a shocker to me and it was again, timely and it just, it put me through that full experience and the idea that an experience like that can totally shake a community and what, what that looks like when something like that happens. And so I loved, I loved what, you know, Spike Lee brought there. Uh, we, We see all kinds of young actors in it. And the performances were amazing. And just the overall, yeah, just the overall experience was just spot on.
1: Yeah, it was great. I remember watching that in school. That was the first time I saw it. And I enjoyed it. You know, I knew it was well done. And I think I kind of left thinking like, wow, that was amazing that you know, that happened back then. And they were able to, like, make a movie about it. And then, like you said, it's just so timely to watch it now. I was like, oh, this is not stopped. Like, yeah. we're just now seeing it on a regular basis and like how long has this stuff been covered up you know but now you know the advent of camera phones and all that kind of stuff like we're able to see this um and it's just amazing how this has never stopped but it was such a beautiful movie um on so many levels you know the the ending was great the relationships built in that neighborhood like i was i was really happy that you chose that movie it was that was a good rewatch
0: another one that was uh, in the four way tie for number four (laughs) and honestly was going to make the list, but I knew that it was going to be on at least one of your guys's lists. So Mm -hmm. I knew we'd get some chance to talk about it, but yeah, it was, uh, I'm glad we did it. You know, like again, in the spirit of the podcast, we're trying to watch things that we uh, maybe normally wouldn't have watched. And so I feel like choosing a black filmmaker telling black stories was an appropriate direction to take the pod for at least that one round, because uh, it fit the spirit of the time, of the moment, and of the podcast itself. So um, I'm glad we did it, and uh, I'm a big Spike Lee fan, uh, even more so than I was before with the podcast. So yeah, it was a it was a good experience for sure.
1: Definitely, I would put all three of those movies on my honorable mention. Like Twenty Fifth Hour is great, Malcolm X, yes. yeah was so good um but the one that i did make my honorable mentions and would have been my number five slot is fuzz's number three if you want to tell us about that
0: yeah so i picked jojo rabbit um it was another one uh that just popped into my head immediately um and uh yeah i don't really know what else what to what to say about it other than it's just like really fun it's just like an incredibly fun movie to watch uh consider and which is weird to say considering the subject matter um Mm -hmm. in my letterbox, i said like what's like what's the over under on year you would have believed that at some point we'd be able to make like a whimsical uplifting oscar-nominated film full of imagination set in Nazi Germany from the point of view from the Nazis. Yeah. So it's like, like what, you know, what year over under like 95, 2003, 1962, yeah. you know what I mean? Um, and, uh, I just loved it. It was super fun, super charming. Um, and, uh, it was just, yeah, it was just a good fun time. It was a blast I wrote. So, um, yeah, like that's all I really want to say about it right now. I'll let you uh, take over.
1: I, I loved it. I-, I thought that was a great movie as well. uh, Tyka for me, you know, almost on the, the Nolan line. What do you think about someone who's just batted at a thousand on all their movies? Like I've I've enjoyed every single Tyka YTT movie. So so have I. Yeah, yeah, that was a good time. Um, my number three was pr- one of the more surprising movies for me that had always just been like, a, oh, I need to get around to that at some point. So I'm very glad that we watched it, and that is Glen Gary Glen Ross. <laughs> that movie. Man, that, that was just like that was that was something else. Um, I think I'm gonna pull up my letterbox right now because I started out by saying, My God, that was wonderful. Exclamation <laughs> Like that's that's all. I was like, I don't I don't know what else to say right now. Um, but just going through the cast that that movie has. I mean, Jonathan Price, we had watched Man Who Killed Don Quixote, so uh-huh. we saw him. It has Ed Harris, Alan Arkin, Al Pacino, um, you know, Kevin Spacey, he obviously has the issues and I, I understand all that, but in the movie he was he was so good as like the antagonist against every single one of these salespeople. Like mm-hmm. he did a great job. And then I also put in my review that having not seen it and only just like knew the clips and things like that, I assumed Alec Baldwin was in this entire movie. I did right. not realize <laughs> that he's in there for like ten minutes, but man, what like a hurricane just like comes to through. 10 yeah. Like yeah, like always be closing like coffees for closers, just all that shit. Like, oh my God, this is all just from 10 minutes. Like, I (laughs) thought this was throughout the whole film.
0: Put that coffee down. Coffee's for closers only. (laughs) You think I'm fucking with you?
1: I am not fucking with you. He, he owns that movie. That's just got to be one of the best, like supporting actor, like just comes in and just takes over. And then it's just gone for the rest of the time. Like that, that was wonderful. David Mamet script, you know, I said, you know, if you put his scripts in these kind of actors, um, hands, like it, it just, it, it's a i don't know it's just like a, a beautiful chorus almost like they know exactly how to handle this stuff he's a fantastic writer and these are arguably some of the best actors that we've ever had my only problem you know one of my main problems with, with it was some of the the slurs you know that were in there specifically you know regarding homosexuals or some slurs in there and the i think the literal only woman we see works at the chinese restaurant so like, there's definitely like some things that I, you know, I would, wouldn't mind seeing changed in there. But for what it was, like this movie, I, I loved it. This was one of the biggest surprises for the year for me. What did you guys think about Glengarry?
2: Yeah, I think I mean that Alec Baldwin scene, like you said, if. Even after the, he was gone, it felt like he was in the whole movie just because of how impactful and how mm-hmm. small I felt. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he, he didn't just make everyone in the room. He didn't just like tear them to smithereens. He made the audience feel so small, mm-hmm. so insignificant. Like when he gets in that guy's face and's like, I've been in this business 15 years. What's your name? Fuck you. That's my name. <laughs> you know why, mister?
0: Because you drove a Hyundai to get here tonight. I drove an $80,000 BMW. That's my name.
2: I I drive a car worth more than you make in a year or something. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> and it's it like, uh... oh man!
1: Shut up, bitch. I, I, I drive, I drive, I drive a Dodge Stratus.
2: And when he's like, oh, I can't remember what he says, but he's like, the good news is you're all fired. Or <laughs> wait, <laughs> wait, the bad news is you're all fired. The, the good news is if if you do this, like, you can keep your jobs or something like that. Yeah. And it, it's just like, oh man, like. He just commanded the screen. He, yeah,
1: he did. Just like seeing, I think I I I don't know. I, I should have rewatched it now, but I think it's like Jack Lemmon. I think he's the one that's going to hit coffee. Yeah. Like, what are is, you yeah. doing? He's like, I'm gonna get coffee. He's like, no, coffee's for closers. I'm like, oh my god. Like, I'm afraid. I'm sitting at home twenty years in the like future, and I'm just, I'm just like, okay, yeah, no coffee. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh man, he just he owned that.
2: Was, oh man. man. Yeah, it was it was so good, and then just like. Throughout the movie, just the the scenes that they set up, like the dumping rain in oh, some of those yeah. scenes, just like, oh man, the atmosphere that they created was was super great. I would love, I mean, like you said about the slurs, take the slurs out. I would love to hear a round table reading of Glengarry Glenn Ross.
1: Oh man, that'd be so good. I'm sure it's yeah, I'm sure it's been done, but that that'd be wonderful. Um cool. Let's move on to our number twos. Um Matt, I will throw it over to you.
2: So, like Ben said uh, at the beginning of the year, he could not recommend enough the movie *Parasite*, and i I had it referred to me from a few other people. And it wasn't so much that I didn't believe the two people about it, but I just never found the opportunity to watch it. Um, then, like we it got nominated as a pod or as part of the podcast. And we watched it and I was just like blown away. And it's it's worth noting anytime you're able to experience something totally unique and totally new for the first time. Yeah. I didn't have anything to compare Parasite to. Like I get out of a movie that I love and I can still draw it to like old Japanese samurai movies or um, like Arthurian legend, like all these themes and elements that they've pulled from other sources. And I'm sure those things exist. Um, for like, I, I know Bong probably has his influences too. Uh, but it was just so cool to watch this movie, be completely surprised at what it was bringing me, having no idea whatsoever, um, and to have it be what it was. Yeah. And so just for that alone, being the the complete unique experience that it was, was enough to reach my number two.
1: Yeah i i love that movie that would easily be possibly number one definitely top two spot um i just remember recommending it to you guys and just like feeling concerned I was like i don't want to hype it up too much <laughs> but i w- like i want them to know that if their life depended on it like they would have to watch this movie <laughs> like i like i need them to watch this immediately how do I do this without threatening them? Like, I just need to like, <laughs> please watch this. It's the best thing I've seen in a decade, but don't go into it with any expectations. Like, I don't know how to handle that, but yeah, it's, um, but.
0: I had, I had like avoided watching it cause I thought it was a horror movie just mm-hmm. based off like the cover and, you know, just looks whatever. And I'm yeah. just a little scaredy cat. So I was like, oh, <laughs> I'm afraid I'll watch it eventually. <laughs> so like, I'm obviously I'm glad it got nominated.
1: Yeah. Cool. I know we'll be talking about that in a little bit, but uh, Fuzz, do you want to go over your number two for the year?
0: Yeah, uh, number two was another one that I had put off watching uh, because I was afraid for different reasons. Uh, But it's Marriage Story. We talked about it a little bit.
2: What I love about Charlie. He loves being a dad. It's almost annoying how much he likes it. He cries easily in movies.
0: I cried four times me too he's
2: very competitive what's this who owns baltic avenue he's very clear about what he wants he's a great dresser never looks embarrassing which is hard for a man he takes all of my moods steadily he doesn't make me feel bad about them he rarely gets defeated which I feel like I always do
1: we should talk.
2: Okay.
0: It's a testament to how good Parasite was. Uh I'm sort of burying my lead here, but um the fact that my marriage story came that marriage story came in at number 2, mm-hmm. considering I've thought about marriage story more over the last year. Um it's the one that stuck with me the most. Uh but um yeah, Parasite was just that much better. So yeah. I wonder I wonder what my number 1's going to be, but um Yeah, uh, Marriage Story was just – it was so surprising to me because it it was all the things that I was afraid of in that it was, um, you know, heartbreaking and very emotional. But Mm -hmm. it was just all for like different reasons. I was afraid it was going to be just like – there was going to be no um, hope in it or no – no uh i guess just no hope is is yeah. the best way to put it i thought it was going to be bleak and i thought it was going to make me question all my relationships and you know whatever mm-hmm. um and that wasn't the case at all in fact it was more like reaffirming and it was more of like a a cautionary tale or a, a, or like a i don't know it it, it maybe it left me feeling hopeful to like in a weird way for considering how like sad and heartbreaking it is just like mm-hmm. You know, you can, you can work things out and like, you just have to be honest and communicate, I guess. Um, Don't need to turn this into a relationship. uh, 2021 uh, three films in a relationship. For as heavy as it was, it left it. I'm just, I'm, I happy when I think about that movie. So, uh, and then my favorite scene of the year that, uh, left me, you know, jaw on the floor with Adam driver singing in the, in the diner. I can't, I'll never get over how, in how much I loved that scene. Oh, it was man. so caught so off guard. I had no idea it was coming and it was just incredible. So yeah. Number two.
1: Yeah. Such a, <laughs> a, a beautiful scene. Just the one take. Mm-hmm. I know we've talked about it multiple times. We've, we've already recorded the episode about round two. You know, that hasn't come out yet, but man, that's just one of the scenes that hits me the hardest. Like that's, I had cried a couple times throughout watching it, like a little tear here and there. But that happened. I was like, all right, I can't hold back anymore. Like, this oh, is, yeah. it's all just it, coming out. I, yeah.
2: It felt like the movie built it up to that scene. And For then sure. it was just like, yeah, volcanic reaction. Like, yeah, it's it, it, it just like enough was enough. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like, it just, was just waiting. He's like, oh, I'm going to twist this knife one more time <laughs> on these guys. It's, I it's, felt it's,
0: like I couldn't breathe. Like, I was just oh, like, yeah. what is Happening, <laughs> like I was, just, I, I was like overcome. I was just like staring at the screen, slack jawed, like.
1: And like, I and just, yeah. I think about it now. I mean, this, you know, the scene ends like right after he finishes the song. But it's like, what happens right after that? Do you just like slink back into <laughs> the booth? Like, oh, all right, guys. So <laughs> who wants to go next? Over here.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, dudes! Uh, don't stop believing. Next, what should we do? Let's, uh, liven this up a little bit, but. Yeah, no, that's a, a a wonderful movie. And to uh, again, like show my cards, I will be talking about that shortly. Um, but my number two has already been discussed as well. And that is The Farewell. That movie, I don't know. I feel dumb sometimes when I'm like talking about movies. I'm like, I don't know what to say. And like, it was beautiful. It blew me away. Like, the, it's the kind of movie that is so specific that it can kind of relate to everyone. You know, like it's. This is about a girl who goes back to like where she was born and lived very briefly into a culture that she's not super familiar with, surrounded, you know, just by this tradition, you know, that happens in the family, like not understanding, like, why wouldn't you just say something? Why wouldn't you tell her that kind of a thing? And I think, you know, to an extent, that's what the success of the movie is about for me. It's just like, yeah, we've all been in situations where we don't really know what's happening you know you're trying to like navigate your way through it and i just think this was done so so wonderfully um i i could watch this movie like the story is great i would watch it but um just to enjoy the movie but i'd also just put it on mute and just look at it you know like it was Mm -hmm. just shot so well um it's so interesting to capture you know the neon lights you know of, of being downtown but also just the the wedding scene when everything is just so like pristine, but kind of cheesy a little bit, you know, a little whatever. And all the speeches and everything, it's just, it's, it's so interesting and there's a generational gap, but also a cultural gap. And we really like dive into that throughout this movie and it just, yeah, it stuck with me. I mean, we watched it in January, almost a year ago. And I still just like think about it a lot, um, really enjoyed that movie. So I know we already talked about it. I don't know if you guys have anything else you want to say about farewell or we can move on to our number ones. Let's do it. So in, uh, yeah, Matt, let's hear it. What was the number one movie of 2020 for you? Uh,
2: so I have to go with, so I already said early in the pod that, uh, I'm not much of a movie rewatcher. Um, I will, I'll do it from time to time, especially if it's like for, and for nerdy reasons, I'll watch like star Wars or superhero movies. Um, but uh, as far as like, like films, I don't really rewatch often unless mm-hmm. I'm like referencing or just, you know, I need to catch up over the last few years. But, uh, uh, I watched the last black man in San Francisco and I immediately watched it again right after. Oh, wow. And then I watched it again the next day. Wow. <laughs> and so, and I, I couldn't really figure out like why I was just like into it so much, like I I mean, it had it had to do with, like, I love the city of San Francisco. Like, I went on my honeymoon in San Francisco. Um, I went for my first time when I was eight. I obviously don't have the intimate relationship that Ben has with the city. But, like, it's a city that I absolutely love. And yeah. so, to see, like, the movie is a love letter to San Francisco, first mm-hmm. and foremost. And the actor and writer of the movie, Jimmy Fails, um, he basically plays himself... And basically portrays his experience, which just felt so real um, seeing it and experiencing it. And again, it's the, the beauty of this movie club has been going on experiences and seeing and feeling things that I'd never experienced before. And this was certainly that for me. And also just like seeing Jonathan Majors for the first time and also just this year seeing the other roles that he's already done yeah um has been really cool and, like he's an awesome actor and the music oh man and just i could watch those shots from the beginning over and over and over again for the rest of my life and i would never get tired of it
0: it's a photogenic so
2: city man
1: yeah them on the skateboard together and just all the slow-mo it's it beautiful yeah.
0: yeah that was on uh, my uh honorable mentions Tied, tied for fourth place.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, we talked about you know Last Black Man earlier, but uh, yeah, just echo all that stuff. This was this was a great movie. I think we all really yeah. enjoyed it. Same. Um, yeah, here number one for 2020.
0: Surprise, surprise! It's <laughs> Parasite. 제시카 <laughs> 외동딸 <laughs> um i mean i i mean what else could you say about (laughs) Parasite? i I just it was nothing like i thought it was going to be but also at the same time it was exactly what i expected you know like yeah it i thought it would be about like um like a home invasion sort of thing or and it was just like not in, at all in the way that I expected. <laughs> yeah. Um, and on the off chance that someone who's, who's listening to this podcast hasn't seen it, I won't say too much more uh, because it's something I would be truly heartbroken if I spoiled it for someone else. <laughs> so, uh, but my favorite movie of the year, which is uh, something, is saying something considering some of the incredible movies we've watched this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, in, including a lot of the ones that have major lists and are honorable mentions and stuff. But yeah, Parasite number one.
1: Love it, Great such page. a good choice. Um, I'm kind of glad I saw it beforehand, so I didn't have to fight between that and Marriage <laughs> Story for my number yeah. one. Because uh, yeah, when I walked out of Parasite, I was like, "Oh, that was a five star movie." Like I'm, i I feel like I'm kind of thinking in Letterbox it's like now after we watch something. Yeah, but yeah, it's five stars. That's done. And Marriage Story was four and a half, and then on the rewatch, I gave it five. Like I don't know. I guess I'd give the edge to Parasite because I knew immediately like that's a yeah. perfect movie. Like I love everything about that. So. Um, yeah, could not agree more with you. Um, Mm. so yeah, having said that my number one is marriage story. That's, I don't know. I mean, it kind of hits me for a different reason. I guess that's why movies, you know, affect us so much because we can relate to them. So as a child of divorce, I think that definitely kind of hit me, you know, kind of putting myself in the the shoes of their kid and just kind of seeing what these parents are going through. It's an interesting kind of doing research to learn more about marriage story and know It's like no this is it's a love story but it's a love story just told through the device of a divorce i was like yeah i guess that makes sense these people really do love each other just like the the relationships isn't going to work together anymore but they do have each other's you know best i don't know i can't think of the word right now um as interests in mind yeah
0: yeah
1: um so, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I loved it. It was it was great. It was nice seeing the change from the focus on S- Scarlett Johansson at the beginning to kind of going more towards Adam Driver at the end. We got to, like, balance it out. Yeah. The supporting cast is flawless. Um, Laura Dern, I believe she did win the Oscar for Best. Is mm-hmm. um, that right, Supporting Actress? I think she won for that. I believe so, yeah. A lot of nominations, though, for this movie. Uh, I know I wrote for myself in my letterboxed... Um, not trying to sound too pretentious or whatever, but it's like, (laughs) I feel like I was looking at a TV and sometimes I feel like I was looking at a mirror, you know, like, Mm. Oh man, like, I feel like I relate to some of this stuff. I was really young when my parents split. um, But you know, they, they reconciled a little bit when I was, 16, you know? And so that was weird for me to kind of seem like, Oh, these guys really did love each other at some point. Like mm-hmm. I just kind of grew up with them apart, but now I see like what the friendship was built off of, you know, from the beginning yeah. and they talk now all the time. And I think that's great. You know, I, I love that. And this kind of, I think made me think about that. It's like, Oh, I, I feel like there's always a love there between them. But they just kind of knew like, all right, this, this isn't going to work anymore. Um, Yeah. I'd watch being alive a hundred times <laughs> like I, <laughs> that scene just uh, floors me just I, I love the father son relationship I think about that all the time like I cried four times I did too I <laughs> if to do the same part <laughs> so
0: I cried four times
2: me too he cries easily in movies I wonder if it was the same four
1: for some reason like it's like in a montage of things that they're doing that's like the line that sticks with me the most from this movie it's it's so good um, oh i know yeah i don't know i loved it the uh the criterion collection came with you know the the letters that they read throughout the movie oh, and yeah that was just another nice i guess great touch great touch yeah, like you said just kind of like tie that throughout the whole movie just like talking about how much they they really do love each other so um yeah. I don't know. I know we've talked about marriage story a lot. <laughs> Adam Driver kind of took oh, over yeah. the pod this year <laughs> we'll with get, good reason. With very good reason. And I'm sure we'll get more into that um yeah. <laughs> as as we do more of these little pods who always seem to go over an hour. I know we always intend for these things to be super <laughs> short. But it's like, oh, this is like kind of fun just to talk about this stuff. So For sure. Um Yeah. I just want to say like, uh, I mean, to you guys, like I've had a blast doing this with you guys. I'm excited to continue to do it. This has been just so much fun. I I think it's a great dynamic between us, you know, as far as even just skill sets and just like the way that we all work together and communicate with each other. I, I love it. This has been, this has been an absolute blast. And I, I think, I hope that's coming across to everyone that's watching or listening. Like we are genuinely, you know, friends with each other and having a great time doing this. And we, we want that to continue. We want that to just like spread throughout the community. We want to have this involvement. I know a big goal of ours for 2021 is to have some guests on. I think that's going to be a huge thing that we're all looking forward to. We, we, we want people in the community to come, you know, have a, a real direct influence on the podcast. So I think that'll be a lot of fun. Um But yeah, I just, I've had a great time this year and I, I, can't wait to get into 2021. I know we're going to finish up our partner picks and then we're moving on to mm-hmm. trilogies, which is going to be a lot of fun. And then who knows what Matt's got in store after that? We'll see what the next <laughs> round is after <laughs> trilogies, but yeah,
0: you never know what that Wiley Wiler,
1: <laughs> who knows what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't know if you guys had any, <laughs> any thoughts or anything like that for the year, or I mean, we can just close out whatever you guys want.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, just echoing a lot of the same stuff you said, um, it's been a project that, uh, you know, I think everyone at some point, well, I don't know if everyone, but I'm sure a lot of people at some point have wondered, Oh, I should start a podcast or that'd be an interesting podcast. And I'm just glad we finally did it. It's been super Mm -hmm. fun. It's been a cool creative outlet and a fun way to, you know, experience new stuff and, uh, be more engaged with, uh, you know, people on Instagram and stuff and, our mm-hmm. fans, so to speak, <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's been really cool and getting to know Matt better and, and spending more time with you, Ben. It's been really cool. It was a a, a shining light in the shitstorm that was 2020. So, <laughs> yeah.
2: um,
0: you know, uh, thank God for the pod, I guess you could say. <laughs> <laughs> exactly,
2: new t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, it's it's been it's been the best. Um, I I had a goal to start a podcast this year oh. i had no idea it would like turn into this oh nice and obviously like ben's doing like all the heavy lifting on the back end of this so it's like i'm i feel like i'm just kind of along for the ride and kind of i'm able to check this off the list but it was cool that it kind of organically evolved into what it is mm-hmm. um no one was really like we didn't get into this to start a pod at all no. and so it kind of just like the natural thing became hey why don't we just turn this group thread into you know, uh, where we chat about these movies Mm -hmm. and then Ben ordered microphones and then we set up a time and then here we are like pretty set almost every week, you know, sitting down and discussing this and doing our best to get the system down and Mm -hmm. also where we can look researching ways to make it better. So it's been a lot of fun. It's been super rewarding. Uh, As you guys have said, spending time with you guys, um, learning from you guys and getting to know you and also just interacting with New people, Mm -hmm. um, you know, through social media for sure. A blast.
1: Yeah, it's been a great time. We appreciate everyone's support, everyone that's, you know, coming to the watch parties or commented on our Instagram posts or YouTube videos, anything like that. Like, this is all we're trying to do. Um, Just, you know, kind of create a fun community, a fun movie club for everybody. Um, It'd be super helpful for us if you like and subscribe to anywhere that you see us um give some reviews that'd be great you know we want to spread the word out there as much as possible if you'd like to become a patreon we'll put a link to that in the the video as well anything's great but we all understand what 2020's been like so we totally Mm -hmm. get it but um again just super thankful for everyone who's come along this journey with us and we look forward to seeing you guys next year thanks
0: thank you god save the pod (laughs)
1: all right now she's fantastic i mean i i love her in just about everything i mean she's on my yeah celebrity crush rushmore mountain without a doubt but (laughs) Your um, Crushmore Mountain? My Crushmore yeah. Mountain. There we oh, go. I'm so <laughs> mad I didn't think of that.
0: <laughs> yeah, oh. yeah.